Finding Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington is there to help with everything you need for your next project. Rick and his team are knowledgeable and experienced and are there to help, whether you're a professional contractor or the do-it-yourselfer. Farmington Building Supply, locally owned since 1958, offers you their number one priority, service. Find all the supplies you're looking for along with information and experience you need to finish your project from start to finish at Farmington Building Supply on Karst Boulevard in Farmington. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. This is the start on AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Jared Pettis with you. Sean Malone was in here for hour one. I'll be in here for hour two and three as we are filling in for Mike Ramsey, who's out today and tomorrow. So I'll be with you again tomorrow. Fun week here at uh, AM 1240 KFMO, the Odal Media Group Studios. And uh, another fun hour of the start as later on in this hour we'll meet with Mayor Seth Radford of Bismarck in the Bismarck City Government Report. We'll also have a special report later on this hour with the St. Francis County Health Center and breastfeeding peer counselor Courtney Roth as it is National Breastfeeding Month. More on that coming up as we do have the newscast of the local news here on the top of the hour at the 7 o'clock hour on KFMO. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. It is time for that check of news, and in news today, Tyson Foods is closing their Dexter production facility, a new industry and technology center grant opening at Mineral Area College, and of course, the attorney's office is keeping law enforcement safe. More on that and more in this check of news here on KFMO. The popular poultry food supplier Tyson Foods is closing several food production plants across the Midwest, including their plant in Dexter, Missouri. A press release on the city of Dexter's Facebook page states the closure comes at the corporate level and local administration had no control over the decision. In the release, a Tyson representative, Jeff Wood, says the closures are a result of several quarters of a struggling industry that has forced Tyson Corporation to reevaluate the asset utilization of its production plants. According to the press release, the closure is expected to impact 683 Tyson employees, as well as a vast network of chicken growers, farmers, truckers, the city's economy, and most importantly, the Dexter community as a whole. Dexter has been home of the active poultry production industry since 1890s, and the current plant location has been active since the Swift Poultry Company opened in the 1930s. Tyson expects to lock the factory doors by October 13th of this year. 
Administrators at Mineral Area College are holding a ribbon-cutting event to celebrate the opening of the Industry and Technology Center on the Park Hills campus Thursday, August 24th at 11 a.m. The Provost of Instruction of MAC, that's Dr. Keith Zaromsky, he says the first thing people will notice at the ribbon-cutting will be the space inside the center. It is over 80,500 square feet. We have built it not just for now, but for the future and future growth to be able to uh, partner with local industry and technology uh, to help produce workers for the workforce uh, that the area will need now and into the future. Students are able to take classes in the new building starting with the fall semester that begins this month. For more information, visit mineralarea.edu. Detectives and attorneys with the St. Francis County Prosecuting Office are continuing the push for bigger and stronger penalties for individuals convicted of assaulting local law enforcement officers. The St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney Blake Dudley says law enforcement officials are the ones in the community putting their lives on the line every day, and there should be an emphasis on protecting them. Well, there really hasn't been much protection. In fact, the officers seem to have been under attack over the recent years, and uh, I think that's resulted in fewer and fewer people are even going into the academies anymore. They're almost, the vacancies are astounding. Dudley adds his team always ensures the consequences are serious for attacking local law enforcement, including jail time. The DISC Personality Assessment Workshop will be held August 18th. The workshop's presenter, Junior Blondell, says in his opinion, DISC is the easiest program of its kind to use on a daily basis to help you communicate better with others at work and at home. There's a lot of them out there, and some of them get really complicated and really in-depth, but it's hard to implement those in your everyday life. DISC is the easiest of those to to retain and implement inside of a work environment. The workshop is sponsored by Odal Media Group, KFMO B104 Radio, and the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce and is set to take place from noon to 1.30, Friday, August 18th. Lunch will be provided for the workshop from noon to 1.30. The total cost is $99 before Wednesday, August 16th, and $129 after that. The annual wine and food tasting event for the Habitat for Humanity of St. Francis County will be held in November. The executive director of the group, Linda Dickerson-Bell, says they're accepting vendors now. We have lots and lots of food and wineries that participate with us, and this is an event that we could not put on without the help of the food vendors and the wine companies that come out and help us do this. According to Dickerson-Bell, the program takes place Friday, November 3rd at the White Magnolia Banquet Hall in Lettington. Tickets are available in advance by calling 573-760-1702. The latest studies show only about 40% of the American public is of age and ability to donate blood, and only 3% of that is eligible, actually, or of those eligible actually give. A donor management specialist with the Red Cross, Steve Tocktrop, says the need is always there. The blood has a shelf life of 42 days, um, but you can only, as a person, give every 56 days. So right there, there's a lag built into the system. So give often and give as much as you can. Tocktrop says your, your next opportunity to give blood locally is at a drive at Our Lady of Christians Church in St. Genevieve. The drive takes place Friday, August 11th. You can register for the event and get more information at redcrossblood.org. 
Let's check the weather in the parkland. It is currently 64 degrees and fair, and again, that humidity is still high at 93%. Calm winds currently. It'll be a uh, increasing cloud coverage with a high near 82 later on today, that calm wind becoming southwest around 6 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tonight, expect mostly clear skies with a low around 67, the south wind 3 to 5 miles per hour. Wednesday and the rest of the week, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. The showers on Wednesday, that chance, 80% chance of precipitation. The high will be near 80 degrees Wednesday south wind at 5 to 13 miles per hour with gusts as high as 22 miles per hour. On Wednesday night the showers and thunderstorms mainly before 11 p.m. then showers likely after 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m. Low around 66 degrees south wind 9 to 13 miles per hour with uh, at uh, west wind after midnight. Winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 90%. That sends us to Thursday with a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 a.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 84 north wind 6 to 8 miles per hour on Thursday night. Mostly clear, the low around 67. Friday and Saturday, highs up near 90. 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Friday after 2 p.m. Friday night, 40% chance of showers mainly after 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low around 70. And that takes us to the weekend with showers in the forecast both Saturday and Sunday. Highs at 90 and 89. And then the next work week, that's a week from yesterday, Monday, high near 86. Obviously, that could change. That is a look at the news and weather on AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Keep things here later on this hour as we meet with the mayor of Bismarck, Seth Radford, and a special report from the St. Francis County Health Center and breastfeeding peer counselor, Courtney Roth. I'm Jared Pettis. This is The Start on AM 1240 KFMO. We have sports coming up. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind and affordable price. 573-701-9300. Together with you, the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge has provided over 2,000 meals for children through the sales of Bridgewater Candles and has given one week of clean water with every Mudlove bracelet purchased. That's 1,084 weeks of clean water through the sales made possible from customers like you. So remember, the next time you shop for the latest fashions for women and girls at the Giving Tree, you're not only treating yourself or a loved one, but you're empowering women and children across the globe to have a better quality of life. Shop with a purpose at the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our season preview segments for the high school football season continue. Yesterday it was the North County Raiders, so it'd be fitting to continue that with their week one opponent, the Farmington Knights. Here's Sean Malone. For the Farmington Knights, it's a different story than most programs this time of year. They return a majority of the varsity starters. A young team last year that lost seven games the most since 2014. But Knights head coach Eric Krupe says last year's youth may be beneficial this year. The great thing coming into this year is we really don't lose much from a starting standpoint. Owen Berkner, uh, White Skaggs, Josh Wyatt are three starters that we do not return. But we have so many kids now that, that have experience 
and maybe they got experience a little bit sooner than they normally would. So we've got, you know, kids that are currently juniors, but heck, they started as sophomores last year. And so I think over the course of the summer, you could tell that that ultimately was a benefit as we got into 2023 because we've got some young kids that that have more experience than typically you, you would at this time. Krupe says the staff likes the offensive team they bring this season. We feel like we can get the ball into a bunch of different players hands and and be productive and and be explosive you know it's all going to start with our quarterback Brett Dry he's one of those kids that was a sophomore and ended up starting for us and did a really good job and you can just really see the growth in him you know with what we do Case and McLean at fullback that's the other wheel in the cog that makes us go but then you start to branch out and in our wings slots Gabe Giuliani Connor Rice um, they all show that they can do great things with the ball in their hands and I think Ian Zoner is a junior. He'll be a first-year starter. He's going to do some very good things. And Brett Coughlin, Tatum Tinsley, uh, other kids that can play that that opposite receiver. There's just a bunch of kids that we can get the ball into their hands and, and have them do some really nice things. And on the defense? We've been pleasantly surprised with, with how they've looked here in the summer. They've been pretty salty in practice and they came out and they did some nice things in our contact camp. And so we're looking forward to, to seeing them fly around to the football once uh, August 25th rolls around. The Knights open the season at home against the North County Raiders on Friday, August 25th in a broadcast match on AM 1240 KFMO. How are they preparing for week one? Here's Coach Krupe once again. We take it day by day. You know, you come to practice and you want to make sure that you leave practice being a little bit better than you were, you know, the day before. One thing we always talk about is, you know, you're not going to go from zero to 60 at stamp of a finger. You know, you're not going to have one practice and, and be 90 times better than you were when you arrived. But if you just come and each day you put in the work and you stay focused and attentive and you learn and you improve yourself, you know, if, if if we all get just a little bit better every day, then we're going to be where we want to be, you know, when it comes time to kicking off the season. After the season opener on their home turf, Farmington travels to Potosi in week two. You can also catch that game on the Parkland Sports Leader. And after that, we don't see Farmington again until the final week of the season. In the time between, they'll host Jackson in week three, travel to Sykeston for week four. The Knights alternate home and away the rest of the season. Week five at home against TDW Prep Academy. Week six, they are on the road in Cape Central. Week seven, they host Poplar Bluff. They're on the road again in week eight at Festus. And in that Week 9 broadcast game on a Thursday night at Hal Memorial Stadium. They'll host the Central Rebels. Reporting for KFMO Sports, I'm Sean Malone. Sean, thanks. The rest of the week's preview segments read Central on Wednesday, Potosi on Thursday, and the Valley Catholic Warriors on Friday. You can find out more about each team's season preview on the website, kfmosports.com. That's also where you can hear the season preview each day. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals begin a three-game series in Tampa Bay tonight against the Rays. Since July 1st, the Cards are 16-17, and 17, but there is a bright spot for the Birds. It's their catcher, Wilson Contreras, who, in that time, has batted an average of 400 even with three home runs and 11 ribbies. What has Cards manager Oliver Marmol seen from Contreras over the last five weeks? It feels like he's settled in. That's the best way I can describe it, where he's not trying to impress or do more than he needs to. He's just taking his at-bats like he normally would 
would and he just feels like he's settled in and relaxed and just going about his business but I mean we know this guy's a, a threat at the plate and we're definitely seeing it now. Coverage of the Cardinals and Rays from Tropicana Field begins with pregame this afternoon at 445 and first pitch at 540 you can hear it on B104.3 Miles Michaelis gets the start for St. Louis he's 6-7 and seven with a 429 ERA. Michaelis battles the 12 and 6 righty Zach Eflin, who starts for the Rays. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are preparing for their week one battle Thursday, August 31st against South Dakota. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz is not happy with his wide receiver group after a week of camp. It's embarrassing for me right now, to be honest. That that room has got to be better and take more pride uh, in blocking on the perimeter. And uh, no block, no rock. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's not even near what the standard should be, and um, and I'm not pleased with it at all in any shape, form, or fashion. How was the depth of the roster? Drinkwitz shares his thoughts. I think we've got a lot of competitive depth. I think. Um, you know, there's fluidity in the depth chart, which is because of competition, and, and uh, that's the best motivator there is. You know, whether your guy's coming back uh, or there's guys trying to earn a position, they know every day you got to be at your best because um, there is quality depth um, at every position. The Tigers host South Dakota in Week 1 at Faroe Field. Speaking of Week 1, albeit preseason Week 1 of the NFL, that's this week, and the Kansas City Chiefs are in New Orleans to battle the Saints. That'll be on Sunday the 13th, meaning we have Kansas City Chiefs football on KFMO. Kickoff Sunday is at noon. Pre-game coverage begins at 11 a.m. The NASCAR Cup Series ran the Firekeepers Casino 400 yesterday after it was put on hold due to rain Sunday afternoon. Chris Busher picked up his second straight win of the year after a late battle with points leader Martin Truex Jr. Busher has now won the same amount of races in the last two weeks as he had in seven NASCAR seasons coming into this campaign. Is his RFK racing team primed for a run in the playoffs? With the momentum that, that we've had in these wins, it certainly gives you a stronger uh, stronger opinion that, that yes, we should be able to make a run at that. Um, but it was always our goal. Martin Truex Jr. seemed content with a second place finish on Monday. You know, it's really hard to pass the leader when you're on equal tires and, and fuel. Um, you know, we've seen it all day. So, you know, if we were out front, I feel like we'd have been gone, but uh, we weren't. So they did a great job. You know, congrats to them. The Cup Series is at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this Sunday. It's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard on the Indy Road Course. The green flag waves at 1.30. It is 722 on the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Stay tuned after this break as we get the Bismarck City Government Report with Mayor Seth Radford. That's coming up right after this on the Parklands Freedom Leader, KFMO Park Hills. Everybody's going home, pool, and spa. At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. With the best names and appliances, shop Hefner Furniture and Appliance, Popper Bluff, and Farmington. Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Amana. Save hundreds with package deals, 0% financing. There's no place like Hefner Furniture and Appliance, Popper Bluff, and Farmington. Your individual personality affects every aspect of your life. 
That's why one of the best things that you can do to grow yourself and others is to understand your personality and what naturally drives you. When you recognize your strengths and weaknesses, you are able to give your best as you work with customers, staff, and even your own family. So we would love for you to join us. B104 and KFMO Radio, as well as the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce, for a DISC personality assessment workshop on August 18th from 12 noon to 1.30 p.m. held at the Chamber office. Lunch will be provided and lots of door prizes will be given out. You can register now at FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. Seating is limited, so don't delay. You must register before August 16th for discounted pricing. The workshop that helps you get along with anyone, even if you're not a people person. For more information, you can go to FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. That's FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or call them at 573-756-8998. Looking for Mineral Area College spirit wear, trendy college wear, school supplies, art supplies? In the market for a new laptop computer or other electronics? Check out our expanded bookstore on Mineral Area College's Park Hills campus. Not sure what to buy? A gift card might be just the thing for the Mac student in your life. Visit Mineral Area College's bookstore today on the Park Hills campus near the Lettington Park Hills exit. It starts here, Mineral Area College. Visit them online at mineralarea.edu. This is the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Jared Pettis, Sean Malone with you, filling in for Mr. Mike Ramsey, who's out today and tomorrow. Should be a fun one. And now we have a fun interview with Mayor Seth Radford of Bismarck, the Bismarck City Government Report. Mayor, how are you, sir? I'm great today. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing good. Another an actual sunny day in the parkland. It's been a while since we've seen the sun. Yep, it's a pretty nice day out. It's got some cooler temperatures and couldn't ask for much better weather than this. Well, the last time we had met with you, uh, we, we learned of uh, derelict properties and, and buildings that you guys were going to be meeting about, and, and so it sounds like you've, you've had those hearings, and how, how'd they go, sir? Yeah, we did have a hearing. Uh, the the uh, building commission convened last week, uh, about two weeks ago, actually, on the buildings here concerning the four-way buildings. At that meeting, they did, uh, the building commission did deem that the buildings are a dangerous building and then given 30 days for the owners to clean that up. So we are in that time period where the owners, uh, per the building commission, after meeting and both sides of the parties uh, entering their evidence to the building commission, were waiting for that period of 30 days to see if they decide that they're going to take any action and, and listen to the commission. If not, uh, after that point, the city will uh, intervene in the situation. Uh, Mayor Seth Radford's joining us on the Parklands Freedom Leader and the start. And sir, could you peel back the curtain a little bit and, and tell us the process of, of 
finding derelict properties or, or selecting those properties as ones that are uh, a hazard? Well, obviously, if you drive by the four-way, you'd <laughs> wouldn't take much to see what a derelict building and a, and a very dangerous and hazard to the health and, and public that this building could potentially be. We've been it, it takes a, a long process uh, in notifications and also try to negotiate with property owners on them getting them to clean it up, and it, those negotiations were not able to be met. So we went ahead and pushed this over to the building commission that convened, like I said, two weeks ago, and they have deemed that of obviously a dangerous building. So if the 30 days is up, they don't. Uh, the property owners have been told that they have 30 days to remedy the situation and get this building torn down. If they don't do that, then at that point in time, the city will proceed in intervening and taking care of the building ourselves. Very uh, interesting scenario there. Uh, a lot of uh, things, dominoes that have to fall, I'm sure. Uh, you guys also st started some sidewalk work. How's that c coming along, sir? Well, we utilize the TAP grant through the state of Missouri. Uh, we do, we've been slowly transitioning sidewalks. Obviously, we have not had an infrastructure and sidewalk plan inside the city. We've implemented a plan on a future growth of sidewalks, kindly targeted from the center right through the city of 32 Highway, where everything is ADA compliant at this time. We are building out from that compliance and moving it out into the subdivision, so we're kindly working from the inside out, uh, building ADA compliant sidewalks for everybody, for the use of everybody, and we're upgrading the infrastructure inside the city as far as the sidewalks are concerned. We're also paving. Uh, we got the board is getting ready to have some streets paved this year. Uh, I'm sorry, this month as well. We're just waiting on lead belt materials to come over and, and we get that knocked out. And we've also applied for another uh, grant through the TAP uh, from the state of Missouri. This next one's going to be in the amount of about three hundred fifty to $400,000. Uh, we're working on it and, and pursuing it aggressively because it Believe it or not, at this time, there's no ADA-compliant sidewalks getting up to the Bismarck School. We've been talking to Dr. Sylvia at the school, and we are working hard to, to receive this grant so we can move ADA-compliant access to the school via sidewalks. And this will extend down Highway 32, where there's no existing sidewalks as well. Mayor Bradford, I hate to put you on the spot here, but was it a priority to get some of those ADA sidewalks? That way everybody would be able to uh, to get to the school? Absolutely, and especially with the, the way that fuel prices are right now, we've noticed that a lot of people are increasing uh, the walking. A lot of children we obviously have walk inside of town to the school. And whenever they get up towards the school in front of our gas station, Roy's here, our gas station here in town, there's no access for them to get to Roy's without crossing parking lots or walking across the street or on the street or on the shoulder of the highway. And that's what we're working on to alleviate right now is that we want to make sure that they have access to there because, like I mentioned earlier, with the rising fuel prices and things along that nature, people are utilizing bicycles, uh, other types of motor vehicles, and situations that need good sidewalk and easier access, along with uh, people of all natures of ADA uh, necessities need to be able to access the school and, and be able to go up there and enjoy uh, times with their children and be able to go to school functions. 
We're joined by Seth Radford. He's the mayor of Bismarck with the Bismarck City Government Report. And uh, I hear there's a fall festival coming up in October. Is that correct? Yeah, the Chamber of Commerce is putting one together for October. It looks like it's going to be a really good time. Uh, we invite anybody that wants to to be a part of that to reach out to our Chamber of Commerce here in town. A great group of people. They're really working hard to improve the town. They're really working with the businesses and making the town a whole lot more active uh, for the community. Mayor, one one final thing before we let you go. With those recent storms that we had over the uh, last week, were there any damages around Bismarck? Yeah, we had uh, several damages. In fact, we're working on run a uh, few right now on our sewer system. We took some electrical hits to our to our uh, sewer upgraded lift stations and things along that line. We're working on getting them restored at this time and getting them up and fully running again. We did have several uh, limbs that, of course, went down, like as did everybody in the Parkland area. And we're working on getting all that cleaned up, and and we're working pretty hard at that, getting everything straightened back up and getting the city city going again. Is there anything that uh, citizens need to do to, to get in touch with crews to get limbs picked up? Uh, they can contact City Hall if they have limbs. We just request that they can put them out in front of their residence and cut them down to a reasonable size where we can handle them, and then we'll get them uh, taken, taken care of for them. Well, thank you so much, Mayor Seth Radford. That is Mayor Seth Radford of Bismarck. He is with the Bismarck City Government Report, and he was joining us on The Start. Stay tuned. Coming up after this break as we get the bottom of the hour news and sports, and coming up later, a special report with the St. Francis County Health Center. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. In good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. The Brickhouse Social Letty Tid, the area's newest hangout for all ages. Come by for a game of laser tag or duck pit. Check out the arcade games and throw an axe or two. Hungry? The Brickhouse Social has a delicious menu to fill you up and daily drink specials to quench your thirst. There's so much going on at the Brickhouse Social. Stop by the Brickhouse Social in St. Francis Plaza in Lettington, next to Rob's Guns, or visit BrickhouseSocial.com. Weather is brought to you by Patsy's Furniture in Park Hills. 
We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for breaking news out of Park Hills, Missouri. Chris and Jamie would like to announce that they are retiring from the furniture business. That's right. Patsy's Furniture will be closing their doors. The prices have been slashed lower than they've ever been before. Everything in the store has been priced with cash and carry discounts up to 80% off of MSRP. They still have 24 months, no interest financing available, as well as no credit needed financing. Partly to mostly sunny skies today. Then we will cloud up as we head through the late afternoon. Our high today run around 85. A few isolated showers and storms overnight tonight, mid to upper 60s. And then widespread showers and thunderstorms Wednesday are high in the lower 80s. Thursday, we will be in and out of the clouds. 85 isolated showers and storms back with us on Friday. Our high on Friday near 90. We're going to be in the upper 80s to near 90 later on Saturday. From the Parklands 24-Hour Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. New Industry and Technology Center grand opening at Mineral Area College. The attorney's office is keeping law enforcement safe. And you can sign up now to improve personal communication with a course that's coming up. That and more coming up in news. Good morning. I'm Sean Malone on AM 1240 KFMO. Our top story, the popular poultry food supplier Tyson Foods is closing several food production plants across the Midwest, including their plant in Dexter, Missouri. A press release on the city of Dexter's Facebook page states that the closure comes at the corporate level and local administration had no control over the decision. In the release, a Tyson representative, Jeff Wood, said, Says the closures are the result of several quarters of a struggling industry that has forced Tyson Corporation to reevaluate the asset utilization of its production plants. According to the press release, the closure is expected to impact 683 Tyson employees as well as a vast network of chicken growers, farmers, truckers, the city economy, and most importantly, the Dexter community as a whole. Dexter has been the home of the active poultry production industry since the 1890s and the current plant location has been active since the Swift Poultry Company opened in the 1930s. Tyson is expected to lock the factory doors by October 13th this year. Administrators at Mineral Area College are holding a ribbon-cutting event to celebrate the opening of the Industry and Technology Center on the Park Hills campus Thursday, August 24th at 11 a.m. The Provost of Instruction at Mineral Area College, Dr. Keith Zoromsky, says the first thing people will notice at the ribbon cutting will be the space inside the center. It is over 80,500 square feet, and we have built it not just for now, but for the future and future growth to be able to uh, partner with local industry and technology uh, to help produce workers for the workforce uh, that the area will need now and into the future. Students are able to take classes starting with the fall semester that begins this month. For more information, visit mineralarea.edu. Detectives and attorneys with the St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney's Office are continuing the push for bigger penalties for individuals convicted of assaulting law enforcement officers. The St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney Blake Dudley says law enforcement officials are the ones in the community putting their lives on the line every day, and there should be an emphasis on protecting them. There really hasn't been much protection effects for the Officers seem to have been under attack over the recent years, and uh, I think that's resulted in fewer and fewer people are even going into the academies anymore. They're almost, the vacancies are astounding. Dudley adds his team always ensures the consequences are serious for attacking local law enforcement, including jail time. 
The DISC Personality Assessment Workshop will be held on August 18th. The workshop's presenter, Junior Blondell, says in his opinion, DISC is the easiest program of its kind to use on a daily basis to help you communicate better with others at work and at home. There's a lot of them out there, and some of them get really complicated and really in-depth, but it's hard to implement those in your everyday life. DISC is the easiest of those to to retain and implement inside of a work environment. The workshop is sponsored by Odal Media Group, including KFMO and B104 Radio, and the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce. It's set to take place from noon to 1.30 on Friday, August 18th. Lunch will be provided for the workshop from noon to 1.30. The cost is $99 before Wednesday, August 16th, and $129 after that. Officials with the uh, Battle of Pilot Knob State Historic Site are proud to host a special artifact collection through August. Jordan Cunio is one of the historical site's interpreters and has been researching the lives of women in Missouri's Arcadia Valley during the Civil War. In conjunction with her research, she has put together a special artifact collection that will be on display the entire month of August. Provided by the Historic Sites Museum, this collection consists of letters and artifacts related to the daily life of women who lived in Arcadia Valley valley during the war these artifacts are from the museum's archives and are rarely on public display so this is a unique opportunity to view real history for yourselves for more information contact the museum at 573-546-3454 the battle of pilot knob state historic site is located at 118 east maple in pilot knob for more information on the state parks and historic sites visit moststateparks.com missouri state parks is a division of the missouri department of natural resources Health officials with the Parkland Health Center in Farmington are celebrating National Breastfeeding Month this August. A family nurse practitioner, Tara Wadlow, says breastfeeding is beneficial to babies and mothers. Your body just automatically produces the correct amount of milk for your baby versus for the nutrients, the calories, fluids, everything that the baby needs. Breast milk is easier to digest than formula is. Your breast milk constantly is producing antibodies that helps protect babies from certain illnesses. According to Wadlow, Parkland Health Center offers classes for families who want to learn more about breastfeeding. The classes are free of charge. You register online at parklandhealthcenter.org backslash baby. All the providers in the hospital and the clinic are very supportive of breastfeeding and can help along the way. You can also schedule an appointment with myself either prenatally or after you've had the baby if you have any breastfeeding questions or concerns. Once again, for more information on classes, you can go online to parklandhealthcenter.org slash baby. That's news on AM 1240 KFMO. I'm Sean Malone. You can find more by going to our website, kfmo.com slash news. Jared Pettis is in next with sports. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our season preview segments for the high school football season continue. Yesterday, it was the North County Raiders, so it'd be fitting to continue that with their week one opponent, the Farmington Knights. Here's Sean Malone. For the Farmington Knights, it's a different story than most programs this time of year. They return a majority of the varsity starters. A young team last year that lost seven games the most since 2014. But Knights head coach Eric Krupe says last year's youth may be beneficial this year. The great thing coming into this year is we really don't lose much from a starting standpoint. Owen Berkner, uh, White Skaggs, Josh Wyatt are three starters that we do not return. But we have so many kids now that, that have experience and maybe they got experience a little bit sooner than they normally would. So we've got, you know, kids that are currently juniors, but heck, they started a sophomore 
sophomores last year. And so I think over the course of the summer, you could tell that that ultimately was a benefit as we got into 2023 because we've got some young kids that, that have more experience than typically you would at this time. Krupe says the staff likes the offensive team they bring this season. We feel like we can get the ball into a bunch of different players' hands and, and be productive and, and be explosive. You know, it's all going to start with our quarterback, Brett Dry. He's one of those kids that was a sophomore and ended up starting for us and did a really good job. And you can just really see the growth in him. You know, with what we do, Case and McLean at fullback, that's the other wheel in the cog that makes us go. But then you start to branch out and in our wings, slots, Gabe Giuliani, Connor Rice, um, they all show that they can do great things with the ball in their hands. And I think Ian's owner is a junior. He'll be a first-year starter. He's going to do some very good things. And Brett Coughlin, Tatum Tinsley, uh, other kids that can play that that opposite receiver. There's just a bunch of kids that we can get the ball into their hands and, and have them do some really nice things. And on the defense? We've been pleasantly surprised with, with how they've looked here in the summer. They've been pretty salty in practice and they came out and they did some nice things in our contact camp. And so we're looking forward to, to seeing them fly around to the football once uh, August 25th rolls around. The Knights open the season at home against the North County Raiders on Friday, August 25th in a broadcast match on AM 1240 KFMO. How are they preparing for week one? Here's Coach Krupe once again. We take it day by day. You know, you come to practice and you want to make sure that you leave practice being a little bit better than you were, you know, the day before. One thing we always talk about is, you know, you're not going to go from zero to 60 at stamp of a finger. You know, you're not going to have one practice and, and be 90 times better than you were when you arrived. But if you just come and each day you put in the work and you stay focused and attentive and you learn and you improve yourself, you know, if, if we all get just a little bit better every day, then we're going to be where we want to be, you know, when it comes time to kicking off the season. After the season opener on their home turf, Farmington travels to Potosi in week two. You can also catch that game on the Parkland Sports Leader. And after that, we don't see Farmington again until the final week of the season. In the time between, they'll host Jackson in week three, travel to Sykeston for week four. The Knights alternate home and away the rest of the season. Week five at home against TDW Prep Academy. Week six, they are on the road in Cape Central. Week seven, they host Poplar Bluff. They're on the road again in week eight at Festus. And in that week nine broadcast game on a Thursday night at Hal Memorial Stadium. They'll host the Central Rebels. Reporting for KFMO Sports, I'm Sean Malone. Sean, thanks. The rest of the week's preview segments read Central on Wednesday, Potosi on Thursday, and the Valley Catholic Warriors on Friday. You can find out more about each team's season preview on the website, kfmosports.com. That's also where you can hear the season preview each day. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals begin a three-game series series in Tampa Bay tonight against the Rays. Since July 1st, the Cards are 16-17, and 17, but there is a bright spot for the Birds. It's their catcher, Wilson Contreras, who, in that time, has batted an average of 400 even with three home runs and 11 ribbies. What has Cards manager Oliver Marmol seen from Contreras over the last five weeks? It feels like he's settled in. That's the best way I can describe it, where he's not trying to impress or do more than he needs to. He's just taking his at-bats like he normally would and he just feels like he's settled in and relaxed and just going about his business but I mean we know this guy's a a threat at the plate and we're definitely seeing it now. Coverage of the Cardinals and Rays from Tropicana Field begins with pregame this afternoon at 445 and first pitch at 540. You can hear it on B104.3. Miles Michaelis gets the start for St. Louis. He's 6-7 with a 429 ERA. Michaelis battles the 12-6 righty Zach Eflin who starts 
for the Rays. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are preparing for their week one battle Thursday, August 31st against South Dakota. Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz is not happy with his wide receiver group after a week of camp. It's embarrassing for me right now, to be honest. That, that room has got to be better and take more pride uh, in blocking on the perimeter. And uh, no block, no rock. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's not even near what the standard should be, and um, and I'm not pleased with it at all in any shape, form, or fashion. How was the depth of the roster? Drinkwitz shares his thoughts. I think we've got a lot of competitive depth. I think. Um, you know, there's fluidity in the depth chart, which is because of competition, and, and uh, that's the best motivator there is. You know, whether your guy's coming back uh, or there's guys trying to earn a position, they know every day got to be at your best because um, there is quality depth um, at every position. The Tigers host South Dakota in week one at Faro Field. Speaking of week one, albeit preseason week one of the NFL, that's this week and the Kansas City Chiefs are in New Orleans to battle the Saints. That'll be on Sunday at the 13th, meaning we have Kansas City Chiefs football on KFMO. Kickoff Sunday is at noon. Pre-game coverage begins at 11 a.m. The NASCAR Cup Series ran the Firekeepers Casino 400 yesterday after it was put on hold due to rain Sunday afternoon. Chris Busher picked up his second straight win of the year after a late battle with points leader Martin Truex Jr. Busher has now won the same amount of races in the last two weeks as he had in seven NASCAR seasons coming into this campaign. Is his RFK racing team primed for a run in the playoffs? With the momentum that, that we've had in these wins, it certainly gives you a stronger uh, stronger opinion that, that yes, we should be able to make a run at that, um, but it was always our goal. Martin Truex Jr. seemed content with a second place finish on Monday. You know, it's really hard to pass the leader when you're on equal tires and, and fuel. Um, you know, we've seen it all day. So, you know, if we were out front, I feel like we'd have been gone, but uh, we weren't. So they did a great job. You know, congrats to them. The Cup Series is at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this Sunday. It's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard on the Indy Road Course. The green flag waves at 130. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. It is the start on AM 1240 KFMO, the Parklands Freedom Leader, and we have a special report for you, the St. Francis County Health Center breastfeeding uh, health center report, and we have breastfeeding peer counselor Courtney Roth in studio. Courtney, how are you today? Pull that mic up a little bit closer. There you go. Courtney, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. A, a sunny day, a beautiful day in the parkland. Something yes. we haven't had in about a couple weeks, it I feels. Know. It's nice. <laughs> well, we it is National Breastfeeding Month in uh, the, the, the nation, and of course, August is Missouri's Breastfeeding Month as well. And uh, you're here to give us a couple of numbers and, and some helpful tips, I, I hear? Yeah. Um, so every year we celebrate World Breastfeeding Week, August um first through the seventh and then Missouri is um it's breastfeeding month all month in August um and the theme for this year is enabling breastfeeding making a difference for working parents um and that theme really just showcases the impact of paid leave workplace support and emerging parenting norms on breastfeeding through the lens of parents themselves we want to inform people about working parents' perspectives on breastfeeding and parenting and let employers know that optimal paid leave and workplace support are important tools to enable breastfeeding. We also want to work to improve conditions and relevant support for breastfeeding. Um, 
Another thing is to bring awareness to parents about the benefits of exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months or longer for both mother and infant. For each six months a mom breastfeeds, they have a 26% reduced risk of some types of breast cancer. Um, earlier return to postpartum weight, um, which lowers their obesity risk. Um, mothers are also less likely to develop heart disease or suffer a stroke. And breast breastfeeding promotes bonding um, so that they're less likely to suffer from postpartum depression or other mental health issues. Um, and baby is less likely to have food allergies. Obesity is also a top concern right now and offering formula can be a risk factor. Breastfeeding can help reduce lifelong obesity rates. Um, and it also reduces the risk of infant mortality and in different types of childhood cancers. Infant mortality is actually higher in St. Francis County than any other counties in Missouri. Um, and breastfeeding provides food security and reduces inequalities. You, we mentioned off-air, too, that the that each pregnancy and, and each baby is different. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't breastfeed. Uh, how difficult can that be for parents to not be able to, uh, maybe whenever they were taking classes for it? Yeah. Um, you know, it can be a struggle for some moms, but that's why we are here to help. You know, at the WIC office, we have a, a lactation consultant, and I'm a breastfeeding peer counselor. Um, and so we're both there to help moms. If they're having trouble, we can get them in and get them help. What, what other uh, factors does the, the WIC office provide for not just breastfeeding, but for uh, uh, pregnancies and, and families as a whole as well? Yeah, so WIC is a supplemental nutrition program for women, infants, and children. So um, women, who are, women who are pregnant are newly postpartum um, or children up to age five. And so we offer breastfeeding education, nutrition education, um, and uh and supplemental foods for moms and children. If a, a family wants to come in and get set up with WIC, what are the processes they have to go through? Yes. And not just WIC, but also the, the classes with breastfeeding. Yeah, so there is, um, you can call our office anytime and we can sign you up. And that number is 573-431-1947. Or um, there's an online interest form um, at either Missouri WIC or um, on our website. With WIC, I know a couple of years ago, you guys began the Milk Depot at the health center as well. And uh, that was really awesome to see, especially when at the time we were having these shortages on formula and stuff. How, how have things progressed with the Milk Depot? Yeah, so the Milk Depot is going great. Um, we are a Milk Depot for the Milk Bank. Um, and so moms can sign up through them and then once they're approved, um, drop their milk off with us, and we will um, package it up and get it shipped for them free of charge. Are there any uh, steps that you have to go through to make sure the, the milk that parents drop off is, is, uh, is viable? Yeah, so um, when moms go to the milk bank, there is like a questionnaire that they'll fill out, um, and then that will let them know if they can move on in the process. There's also some blood work that they have to get done um, before they can donate. Um, and if they're interested, they can also do that blood work right at the health center. Are there any limits to how much somebody can donate? No, I don't think so. Yeah. That's awesome. As much as you can bring. <laughs> uh, now, you being with the, the WIC offices in the St. Francis County Health Center, there's also school coming up. And uh, what 
Could you provide any information on back-to-school immunizations? Yeah, so the health center is offering immunizations every day from 8 to 4. Um, and then we have two late-night clinics in August. Um, on Monday, August 14th and August 28th, um, the nurses will be there from 4 to 6. And I hear there's an all-things baby sale coming up there as well. There is. We are super excited. Um, so this Friday, we have been getting donations from the community. And so um, we are having a sale that's going to be um, this Friday, August 11th from 8 to 2. This is a free charitable yard sale and community event. The items in the sale um, will not be priced. Shoppers are encouraged to take what they want and give what they can. And then all proceeds and leftover donations will be donated to the Parkland Foster Closet. Um, and there will be items including maternity clothes, infant and toddler clothes, toys, baby equipment, and package diapers. And quickly, where can everybody find this information and information on WIC? Yeah, so um, our Facebook page is a great place to look. Um, just St. Francis County um, Health Center WIC or St. Francis County Health Center um, Facebook. Or you can go to our website, which is um, SFC. Wait, sfchc.org. <laughs> Courtney, thank you so much. That is Courtney Roth. She's with the St. Francis County Health Center. She's a breastfeeding peer counselor. It is National Breastfeeding Month, and it's also Missouri, or August is also Missouri Breastfeeding Month. And, of course, Breastfeeding Week, that is a world's breastfeeding week, is August 1st through the 7th. That was last week. Thank you so much, Courtney. That's about all the time we have for in uh, this interview. We come up, come back with the Career Connections and Your Money Now, and we'll be back right after this on KFMO. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection, heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. Proper Produce is accepting applications for production, warehouse, shipping, and receiving. Full-time and part-time day shift schedules are available with flex scheduling options. Applications are available in person at 925th Street in Park Hills, or you can submit a resume online on Indeed.com. Riverview at the Park Care and Rehabilitation Center in St. Genevieve is currently hiring for charge nurses. Apply in person today at 1100 Progress Parkway in St. Genevieve or call 573-883-3500, 573-883-3500. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or B104FM.com. Everybody's going home, pool and spa. 
At Home Pools and Spa, their service team can help you with any need you may have. Whether it's opening and getting your pool ready to swim, weekly cleaning, maintenance, or any repairs that may arise throughout the season, need a liner, pump, or filter, they can work on any spa or pool, regardless of the make or model. Visit them today and find out why so many families trust Home Pools and Spa with their pool and spa needs. Home Pools and Spa, because home is where the fun is, on the Outer Service Road in Lettington. This is the start as we wrap up hour number two and head to the eight o'clock hour, the home stretch. I'm Jared Pettis filling in for Mike Ramsey. I'll be here with you tomorrow as well. And a good interview, uh, two in that hour. Seth Radford with the, the Bismarck City Government Report. He's the mayor and breastfeeding peer counselor Courtney Roth with the St. Francis County Health Center. You can stay tuned as coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we have the New Beginnings Grief and Loss Support Group Medical Equipment Loaner Program. That one's coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, but stay tuned. CBS News coming up, and we'll also have a local look at news and sports on the Parklands Freedom Leader, KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parklands Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We the people.